Thanks so much for tuning in to the Four Stories Podcast, where we will talk about the four most important stories of your life, your relationships, and your career. And here's your host, Chris Watson. What it is to be young again. When I had Casey on the podcast, it was really inspiring. I think I even told him as you listen to it, I I told him, try a lot of things, get better at a lot of things, fail at a lot of things. He's involved in so many things at such a young age that I think it's incredible the amount of energy, resiliency, uh, and vision and focus that he has. So I think this podcast is extremely good for the young people out there that are possibly listening, people that have just started in sales or leadership or marketing or HR or something like that to hear what Casey's doing, his motivation for how his mind works. I think it's also incredibly important for those that are trying to connect with young people to kind of hear his outlook on the world, hear his outlook on quarantine and on COVID. So Super jealous of the time that you have, my friend Casey, and uh, I know you're you're making every minute count. Thanks so much for being on, bro. And without further ado, Casey Seidel. Man, thanks so much for joining us uh, today on the Four Stories Podcast. I'm super excited uh, to have my guy Casey Seidel in the house, and um I'll give you guys some context. So Casey and I, we actually met at a trade show and uh, he was there and he was promoting uh, total student. And when I heard about it, it just really like resonated with me. In fact, I think we were packing up and this guy was getting ready to leave. And I was like, excuse me. I was like, no, you can't leave, man. We need to talk about total student. So I got the whole skinny down on it and then going to link with them, you know, on LinkedIn and uh, this guy's got his hands in a lot of different things, and he's doing great at all of them. So w- without further ado, I'm going to let you introduce yourself, man. Just kind of tell us everything you're doing and, and uh, you know, the roles that you play in all those. Awesome, Chris. Thank you. Well, yeah, I, I think you were right on about um, the trade show, and you actually helped carry out all of my stuff because I was alone at that uh, trade show. So thank you for that. Um, but, yeah, I'm Casey Seidel. I'm a – digital marketing specialist with Geneva Supply. That's my day job. Um, So my main role there is helping clients succeed on Amazon, whether that be digital marketing, brand management, um, fulfillment, our company does it all. Um, So that's my day job. And then my side hustle is Total Student, which is an extracurricular management platform for high schools. Um, So what we do is we, we take a look at everything that a student does outside of the classroom and we keep track of that. So whether that student is involved in FBLA, if they're the team captain for football, um, what kind of volunteer experiences are they going out and doing? So we keep track of all of that and have a verified transcript for them. So when they're ready to move on to that next step in life, whether that be college, uh, the military, or a job, uh, we, we have that platform for them. So they can say, here you go. This is exactly what I did. Um, and we have it in a verified um, script. So anybody can kind of look at that and say, yep, Casey did do this and uh, they're qualified for this position or they're ready to move on to um, this level of life. 
Yeah, man. <clears throat> I think it's phenomenal, man. Well, so as you know, I'm having people on. This is going to be really cool for you and I because we're catching up as well as we're going through it. So it's going to be killer. And just casual conversation. I just want to know. I'm just taking people through like their quarantine story. We're all in this quarantine together. It, you know, it's the first time in probably a really long time that everybody in the world has some common ground. Um, I don't even know when the last time would be maybe like a world war or something like that, where everyone's <laughs> going through the same thing. And uh, so let, let's just start there. So tell me, tell me about what's been going on in your mind. Like as you're going through this quarantine, uh, you know, maybe like in the early part, you kind of have some thoughts and then like, just, just give me an idea of like, how are you personally kind of managing it and going through it and, and uh, evaluating it, looking at it? Right. Yeah. So from the beginning of all of this, kind of when it started, I was, I was kind of one of the people that w- um, was on the fence on, is this, is this a real thing? How bad is this actually, like, how bad is this actually going to be? How bad is it currently? Um, but as soon as we had a team meeting at Geneva Supply and uh, had the conversation of, hey, if we're able to work from home as a management team and um, in the office space, we're going to do that. And as soon as that kind of hit, I was it got real, really quick. Um, so packed up some stuff in my office, brought it home and started setting up. So the past four weeks, I, I've been working from home. And the first two weeks, I would say it was really just getting used to um, not being able to run down to one of my coworkers' office and um, kind of collaborate on something. It was messaging them on Slack or calling them on Zoom and getting things situated um, on communication. But our team is very, very good on uh, communication. Um, we have been already. So things that we've implemented over the last year at the company were Slack. Um, so just kind of having these things in place have helped us tremendously already. And then um, just really, we realized that we like still seeing each other and interacting. So we were having Zoom calls constantly. And it probably it got to the point where we were almost having Zoom calls too much. Um, and it was anybody can Zoom at any point of the day. And uh, so I'd say this week, we everybody is getting settled in and getting used to working from home. And uh, things are things are a little bit more balanced. Me personally, I still move around my house five times a day. Um, I'm just that kind of person. I can't sit still. I don't have my standing desk in my office. So I'm moving around constantly. If I can get outside on the patio, I'm doing that. But uh, I just have to keep myself moving um, and in like the right mindset throughout all the days, even though, um, you know, it, it, I just, I honestly miss driving to work. I, I miss listening to the radio. Um, so just kind of doing those routines and um, listening to the morning talk radio that I used to listen to on the way to work and things like that have been just putting myself in the mindset of it's normal. Yeah. I mean, I, I really feel like we're in that time period, right? It's like this, we're starting to settle into kind of the new normal. And here's what's going to be crazy is that in a few months, we're going to rip that new normal from you and make you start over in another new normal in back in your office, right? <laughs> right. Where you're going to have a whole bunch more people and a whole bunch more customers and different like questions that you haven't come up with. But it sounds like to me that you're kind of the, the individual that like, you like having a routine, but you already have variety built into your routine. And that may be one of those things that, you know, you're missing the most, would you say? Yeah, I would say that's, that's right on. And, um, 
you know, some of those things that kind of got pulled away from me was, you know, I usually go to work and then after work, go to the gym. Well, gyms are closed. So kind of adapting and figuring out what's going to be my new gym. And I've always been the person that going to the gym is I'm getting out of the house. I'm getting in my car. I'm driving there. And once I'm in my car, I'm going there and I'm, I'm going to work out. And I'm going to have a good workout. And working in your house, it's, okay, take my pre-workout. You're sitting on the couch watching TV and, you know, maybe you're just, it's a little lax. You're not as mm-hmm, motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's about environment, right? right? It, it's about environment. And I think that is what we're seeing. The biggest issue of is that we have taken the workplace and we have infiltrated your home. So that's the first environment that we've dramatically changed. And then to your point, uh, a lot of people, when they go to an environment, they plug in fully because they're able to eliminate distractions. Well, unfortunately, at our home, the place where there's the most distractions, we're trying to now compartmentalize moments to say, OK, this is the workout time and I work out in this room and this is the work time and I work in this room and this is the relaxed time and I relax in this room. We're like creating these different like, you know, meta meta environments within our own home and i think that has been the the resonating gong that i've heard from a lot of people is like you know it's really hard to compartmentalize in my home all these things i almost need um the 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 energy that i get from almost like an escape an escape to the gym uh an escape to my car and listen to the radio an escape to you know go watch a sporting event or whatever it is and so I think you're a lot like me where like I feed off some of that stuff. It gives me energy to then come back and be present at my home. And right now it's like, I'm just stuck. And so you always feel like there's something else to be doing. You know what I mean? Right. And I think we're, we're all trying to plug into um, like the relaxation and work and everything's, everything's all plugged in at once. Like uh-huh. the, the work day doesn't end or stop. It's if, Right. There's nothing to do right now. I'm just working because there's nothing on TV um, besides now the NFL draft. So I finally have something to watch. <laughs> but other than that, it's if I can get something done to get ahead, I'm I'm doing it. I'm just gonna continue to do some work to yeah. do this. So, so so tell me. You talked about your team a little bit. So uh, you know, tell me a little bit about maybe your team or like some close friends or maybe a significant other or maybe like you know your your mom and dad, like some people that are close to you. What kind of things are they are they saying that, you know, might be both an encouragement to really like feed off of or maybe some some stories you're like, you know what, I I almost got to like not listen to that one, whether it's through social media or whatever, because I I don't that only affects me in a negative way. Like, tell me a little bit about your sphere, your strategic sphere. Right. Yeah. So I, I guess I have a little bit of a unique kind of insight because I graduated from the University of Whitewater um, last year, but I graduated a year early. So all of my buddies oh. and roommates um, have been there for this this year so far, um, and they're kind of finishing up and they're getting ready to graduate. But um, the whole college experience this last semester for them pretty much got ripped out from underneath them. And it's totally different. They're not, they don't know if they're going to walk for graduation, if they're going to have actual um, things are all moved to online. So kind of there, it's just a whole bunch of unknown. And so I'm looking at it as an aspect of um, I'm just grateful and lucky um, that I, I almost just had the gut decision to graduate early. Um, and I don't know what's going to happen with some of my buddies who 
went and have a great degree, um, have had great internships, have great skill sets, but with the market and people losing their jobs, I mean, the unemployment, we're looking at 20 to 30% of the United States population being unemployed in the next week or two. Um, so I don't know what's going to happen with my buddies. Are they going to graduate and not be able to find a job for a couple of months? So I'm almost, that's almost like a, a positive mindset for me. And I've been communicating with them a lot um, just to just to know like that they just had everything in college ripped out from underneath them, which is crazy to me. Yeah. So so would you say is there any guilt there? Like you feel guilty? Like, dang it, man, I went and did that. Or are you more like, thank God I did it. And, and like, I better take advantage of the opportunity I have or maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. So it's a little bit of both. I mean, I'm grateful that I graduated when I did and, um, that I, I got a good job and everything now, like this was totally unexpected. So it's not anything where I'm, you know, saying, ah, oh, guys, you should have graduated early. You know? <laughs> right, I, can't, right. I can't say that. Um, and I, I could have very well been, you know, in their same shoes. So I'm just kind of in, feeling for them on just graduating at a time where it might be very difficult now, but who knows? I mean, everything right now is yeah. up in the air and unknown and it's just, it's just weird. I mean, then again, you know, just to kind of, kind of go down this rabbit trail a little bit, like I've been talking to a lot of young people that are, you know, going to walk, not going to walk, whatever. And I'm almost flipping it. I'm saying, wait a minute, this is an incredible opportunity for you in the sense of, you know, minus maybe needing to make the money or whatever, right. Immediately. Um, it's maybe an incredible opportunity where you still don't really know what you want to do. Well, now you're seeing like, well, what jobs may be recession proof, what jobs may be COVID proof. Right. Um, and that might change their decision-making on what jobs they maybe were going to go in entertain. Not only that, but let's say they've got six months where they don't have anything. Well, now they can intern anywhere they want. They can maybe reach out to people that aren't hiring right now, but just saying, Hey, I'd just like to hear more about your organization when you guys get it up and running, who you're going to be looking for. So I know that doesn't make somebody maybe in that situation be like, thanks, Chris. But I almost am saying, let's, how do, how can we flip it and say, what opportunities has this maybe given me where, I mean, the world was chugging along, man. It was so, I mean, everything was great. It was going, it was fast. It was hard to keep up. There was tons of jobs opening, tons of jobs closed. There, were, there was a lot of stuff. So then everyone had to slow down. Mm -hmm. So I almost feel like there may be an underlying opportunity for some of these college kids where, you know, maybe they can hone in some more skills. Maybe they can, you know, maybe they start a side hustle and they learn what it really is to like, you know, on the side, run their own thing and start their own thing. And there's tons of people with tons of eyeballs right now. So I don't know, just a thought I have, but you can, you can feel free to, to speak on it or we can move on. Yeah, I think you're right. There's a lot of people are finding a ton of opportunities within what's going on. Um, I'm a big fan of the Problem Solvers podcast that Jason Pfeiffer hosts, and he, he's he been having entrepreneurs kind of share a one to two minute clip of what um, what they're taking advantage of in this time. And just some of the just some of the small snippets that people are um, sharing have just been kind of inspirational and we are so entrapped and not able to look at everybody's mindsets um, because we're we're secluded in our own area but listening to a podcast like that just kind of knowing that other people are being optimistic kind of almost helps me be more optimistic as well um i like to say i'm just generally an optimistic kind of person but when you hear these other stories and what other people are doing it just makes you more in tune to 
continuing to drive forward. Yeah, so this is a great, good segue um, in that I, as I, you know, as you and I had talked about, you're working with these young kids. I'm curious um, on the total student, have you guys pivoted at all or like maybe helped some people out in the sense of like, okay, um, the last half of my, you know, tennis season, uh, you know, is over and I may not let her the way I thought or, you know, on the total student side, I'm just interested, like, now you're in a weird precarious situation because you got these young kids that, you know, are going to miss the last eight weeks of school. So are you guys, is there any, anything you guys are offering or servicing them that maybe get a nice plug for somebody listens? My 17 year old, you know, they're not going to have, you know, so I'd just be interested to know, you know, like if you got any thoughts on that, as far as this young high school student that may be going through this in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you the business aspect on what's kind of been going on um, first. So being in the, kind of ed tech world the budgets close for schools typically around june to july so any anything yep. that we kind of had in the works um any contracts that we had out for schools this upcoming school year has pretty much been put on halt um you know as soon as this yep. all happened yep. but the interesting thing is it, it almost gave us an opportunity we, we've been running a beta this entire last year um, so it's been giving our development team the chance to just make sure everything is in tune and ready to rock for next year. Um, so we have a fantastic launch. So it's, it's giving that side of the team, you know, a good chance. And on the, on the business side, I'm not worried about schools, um, not coming back because right now their focus just has shifted from how are we going to make next year better to, they had to figure out how they're going to finish this school year, which I totally get. That's what's happening for everybody. How are we going to finish this next day, this next week, this next month? So mm-hmm. I'm not afraid yeah. that that is going to um, kind of fall into next year. And we'll kind of just wait and see. But I'm not I'm not pushing on those schools to ask them, hey, what's going on? Um, are, is this contract to the school board? Are we all good? I've just sent an email saying, Hey, I know that times are crazy right now. Just let us know when you're ready to talk about next year. And if we're a fit still. So just being that kind of that great partnership aspect of communication to where they know that we're here and I know that they're there, but I know that they have more important stuff to take care of right now to help their students finish the school year. So um, as far as what we've been offering to students, uh, we haven't really, had a a chance to give anything to them right now, this instant, just because we're still in that development mode uh, and just to launch our, our full platform this upcoming school year. But uh, what I, what I've been sharing is I'm also a part of the biz tank nonprofit program, which um, I'm a program director for them. And what that program is all about is career exploration for juniors and seniors. So we've been mm-hmm. um, through total student. I've been sharing that with my high schools because we've been having a free zoom webinar um, for students all across the country to join in and just listen into people's stories um, kind of where their, where their journey was for in high school, what they were thinking they wanted to be to how they got to where they are today. So um, this past Wednesday, we had Tom Sturmer from Accenture uh, and he talked about his story from, high school to being with Accenture for 27 years and working with some of the largest companies. Um, and in a couple of weeks, 
Um, we actually will have Jason Pfeiffer, the editor of Chief Entrepreneur Magazine. I, and I mentioned his podcast that I listened to. He's actually going to be coming on and sharing a little bit with the students, um, kind of what he's been seeing with this whole um, COVID-19, as well as a little bit of his journey to share with the students. So just, you know, picking students up, um, kind of like I, was, I, I again mentioned with my college buddies, they got school ripped right underneath them. And same thing with high school students that um, they're trying to figure out if they are going to college, what they want to be. And the reason why BizTank is what it is, is we understand that when students are juniors and seniors, all they're getting asked is, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? Where are you going to college? And we yep. feel like they're not given the tools to know. And honestly, as a 22-year-old, I don't know what I want to do. And I know I've got people at the <laughs> right. Geneva Supply that are older than me that they don't even know what they want to do. So it's okay to mm-hmm. tell kids mm-hmm. it's all right that you don't know what you want to do because the truth be told is you can go to school for one thing, get out and get into a career. And as long as you love it, that's all that matters. Yeah, no, I mean, you and I chatted at the trade show, like, I'm all for this. I'm 100% for this. I'm I'm even, like, next level for this of, like, how do we go from Pfeiffer being on to then someone saying, hey, Pfeiffer, do you have an internship? I want to learn how to do my own podcast, and I'm going to talk on, you know, what it is to be, I don't know, a SoundCloud rapper, you know, and I'm just being funny here. But, like, whatever that is, like, they want to know, like, what does it go into creating a podcast, and how do I do that? Or they say to you – Hey, I want to start my own business. You, you started one. You're the, you're the chief executive officer of your own. I want to. So I think the next level is what you guys are doing. And then the next level is how to create a database within, you know, Wisconsin or your community or your city to then know these are all the people I can go do internships with at. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying we roll it back where it's a freshman and they can go and see what a dentist does at that moment. And who knows, maybe they start entering at a dentist freshman, sophomore, you know, uh, junior, senior. And then now they're like, I'm going to dental school. I've seen it now four summers in a row. I know exactly what I want to do. I know why I wouldn't be scared of that. That doesn't worry me. Like, I think that, in my opinion, is like the next level of like biz tank is already providing a medium where like, I'm looking at the speakers. I'm, I'm looking right now on LinkedIn and it's amazing. The speakers that you guys are having on there. And I'm like, okay, what's next level where, where is the Mark Cuban of my city? Right. Where is the Jason Pfeiffer of my city or my region where kids get to actually go and see and witness what does this actually look like? So anyways, that's a complete side rabbit trail and, and it'll be a phenomenal conversation. We need to have you back on and we just talk about uh, about that. Um, but the, the other piece and you alluded to it, but I want to talk about I talk a lot about noise. And when I say noise, I know I, for some reason the word noise is always a negative conversation, but it's really not because I can listen to some music. And the music's noisy, but if I like it, I tune into it and it's a positive thing. There might be some other noise that I, I don't like that. That's a loud noise and I don't like it. So it sounds like through these podcasts like Problem Solvers that you're really, really trying to tune into positive noise so that it keeps you optimistic and positive. Or are you having any battles where like, yeah, I try to stay away from the news or like, yeah, I've got one or two people on social that I follow that I've had to like <laughs> unfollow them or block them out for a little bit. Tell me a little bit about like the noise factor of the world and like 
what you're doing to make sure you stay <laughs> right. Yeah, I've been blocking state. people out the last four years on social media. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, I am listening to yeah the podcasts that I know bring valuable content that is positive and driving forward. Um, I've been paying attention to the news just to like I like to turn it on once a week or twice a week just to see what's happening. Um, honestly, these these daily updates they it's just the same stuff over and over. Um, and to me, I'd rather just watch you know one time a week to see if there's anything groundbreaking or what the what the latest news is. But um, even that, I mean, you have to take things for a grain of salt and do your own research and. Watching the news almost can be a full-time job, whether you're watching it and then you have to go fact check everything because you don't know what station is saying the truth. And, you know, there's no there's no station that I think is is the best or that's exactly giving you exactly what you want to know. So I just tune into what I want. And uh, other than that, read, um, listen to podcasts. And I'm just grateful that we have a little bit of sports coming on TV. Yeah. Uh, Michael Jordan <laughs> yeah. documentary. That is awesome. Oh, so dude. finally, uh, last Sunday that came out and two episodes every Sunday. So I always look forward to that now. And then NFL draft. All right. So, so I have to ask, hold on. I have to, I, I have to ask this because you're because of your age. I have to ask, are you in the camp of LeBron James is the greatest of all time? Or uh, were you always a Michael Jordan guy or because you didn't watch it, what uh, grow up watching him that, Looking at clips, you're like, wait a minute, maybe I was wrong. Like, I want to know your thought on that. Yeah. I'm willing to go down a so trail and talk about my, my parents, uncles, cousins are all, you know, have gr- grown up watching Michael Jordan. They saw him come up. Um, I have never been like a huge basketball fan to begin with. Yeah, baseball. Yeah, you're a baseball football. guy, right? Um, so I, I'm not, I don't really have a preference between LeBron or. Michael Jordan, I would say Michael Jordan is the greatest of his time for sure. Um, and watching this documentary it kind of brings light on like just the things that he did um, when he did it. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's so many arguments that you could dive down deep into um, like <laughs> the players yeah. around Michael Jordan versus the players around LeBron and all that. But um, I'm a Giannis fan because I'm out here in Milwaukee. So I'm just hoping that he doesn't leave. Yeah, uh, I want yeah. the basketball season to finish. Hopefully, you know, Milwaukee Bucks make it to the finals and can win this yeah. year. And uh, Giannis sticks around. Yeah. Um, because we we need we need to stick with Giannis, Yelich, and Rogers. I mean, that's our trio here in Wisconsin. And I, it's keeping things – I mean, just just what's happened over the last three years – in Milwaukee around the Bucks, just the city built up. Um, and it's amazing to yep. see. And I want to continue to see that um, happening moving forward too. Yeah. So, um, so here's the last question. And, and I, um, I'm really interested to hear it from, from, a, from a guy at your age, but like when you think back or sorry, when you, when you, in, in two or three years, when you think back, I want to know what's the story you're going to tell about quarantine time, like when you think about it, or what's the story you want to tell about quarantine time? And what I mean to go a little bit more deeper is like, is it just going to be like, yeah, there was a struggle to like work out more or yeah, uh, you know, like uh, I did my job. We did it. We did a really good job. I had a good month, blah, blah, blah. Or like, are you hoping for something bigger? Like 
man, that's when Total Student actually was out of beta. Or, you know what, that's when X happened. Or give me an idea of, like, what's the story you want to tell about the Yeah, the story time? I want to tell is how the quarantine time gave whatever projects I'm working on currently the the designated time that just because the world, like you mentioned earlier, was moving so fast beforehand and we weren't, we were just kind of moving day to day, um, getting things that were coming on the desk off the desk and just getting projects done in and out that this quarantine time actually gave us a little bit more of a chance to breathe, look at what's going on, what what's yeah. on the list of projects um, for each company, each agenda, each um, kind of, project that I'm working on and what can I get accomplished now and then look forward into the future uh, and being proactive to what, what, where do I want this to be and how can I spend this time kind of prepping for that? So a lot of what I've been doing now is like the past three weeks um, for my day job at Geneva supply have been insanely crazy because we've actually had more businesses come to us during this time asking, Hey, how can we sell on Amazon? Um, we we need to learn this e-commerce system that's yeah. booming and growing during this time because people are at home and we need to be able to get to their doorsteps. Um, but that has calmed down. And this week was actually the, the first week that I've been able to kind of sit down and think into the future. So I've been starting to create content um, around what I do um, for Total Student, for Geneva Supply, for Biz Tank. Um, I've was, this was an awesome opportunity just being on your podcast. Um, my goal is to continue to do a little bit more of these. My, I told you, um, when we were messaging back and forth, Hey, this is great. Cause my mic is getting a little dusty. So just, just doing the things that I have been wanting <laughs> and meaning to do. And hopefully that this time during quarantine is the time that it helps spark kind of the next thing. Um, like you mentioned and, even spark yeah. really good habits that will continue to help grow the different projects that I'm working on in the future, whether that's, you know, producing one to two pieces of content a week or being on a, a podcast, you know, twice a month, whatever that is. Um, I think that this time is the time that it is giving us all chance to look at ourselves, look at our projects and kind of slow down reality and figure out what we want it to be when things turn back on and it's go, go, go again. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I think, you know, the, the piece that is incredible for uh, a 22 year old that is in the workforce is that this happened so early in your career. It's something you're always going to be able to think back on and say, you know what? I may need to have a reset button in my life more often to really think through everything that I'm doing, even though, you know, you were probably, like you said, just go, go, go. And so I think it's an incredible, because, you know, I imagine like somebody that's like late in their career and this happened to them or somebody that got furloughed or somebody that got let go, right? Like it's a, it's just in your present moment, it's like, how is this going to be something that I look back on and I can say, I intentionally used quarantine for X. And, you know, that that's how I think about it is like, how am I intentionally using quarantine to, to, to have something to show for it, to say, this is what I did during this time. And it could be as, as, as something as like, 
you know, I've got a four-year-old, so it may be like, you know what, that was the first time me and him played Legos. He loves Legos now. We played that. Or, you know, that was the first time he wrote his name because every day we did that stuff together. You know, like, it could be something just like that. I just think it's really important that everyone walks away and says, this is the story I had to tell because of quarantine. Or like, hey, the whole family goes out and takes walks now. Or I'm getting a bike and I've been riding more. Whatever it is, you know. So I think to your point um, that it's an incredible opportunity. So uh, uh, a thing I do on my podcast is I always give the guest the last word. But before we do that, tell everybody where they can find you. Tell them, hey, Instagram here, website here. You know, pitch anything you want. Just tell people where they can find you. Uh, you know, both from absolutely, yeah. Personally, um, I'm mainly on LinkedIn is my main platform, but you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, I don't have a personal website, but uh, my my companies that I work for or that I work that I am the owner of. So, Total Student, I'm the CEO of TotalStudent.com. Geneva Supply is GenevaSupply.com, and then BizTank is BizTankNonprofit.com. So those are the three things that I'm really continuing to work on. Those are my those are my babies, um, and always able to connect and would love to uh, meet anybody or talk to anybody as well. All right, man. So you get the last word. Anything and everything is on the table. You can talk about whatever you want. I'll give you the last word. I'll awesome. wrap this thing up. Man. I just want to so tell everybody on. that is listening, appreciate uh, your time today. Um, you're taking the time out of your day to listen to Chris's podcast, learn, um, and continue to grow um, through learning about people's four stories. So just continue to, to work on your own four stories. And I think the, the greatest thing that Chris kind of had me think about was my quarantine story and looking into the future of what do I want this story to mean in, in three, four, five years, 20 years from now. So whether you're, you know, you're listening to this and we're out of quarantine, which hopefully is soon. um, Just think about what you're working on now and what you want that story to be um, five, 10 years from now and the, the direction to get there. And um, it's going to be worth it. So appreciate it, Chris. All right. Bye. Thanks, buddy. Thanks so much for joining us on the Four Stories podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it was insightful. I hope it was impactful. And I look forward to an opportunity we can connect. You can find me on social media at The Four Stories. Or you can send me an email at fourstories at thechriswatson.com. Love to have you on the show. Love to connect with you. Love to work with you or your organization. Talk to you soon. Peace.